0: Hey guys, we've made it to episode six. We haven't been fired yet.
1: Oh my God, that's a miracle.
0: It's the Cuz I Have To podcast. <laughs> where, where finding your dharma, your real true life passion, is the only option.
1: Sometimes that could be hard to find, but here... We help people find it.
0: I'm Julie Slater.
1: I'm Jason Friday.
0: And today we're interviewing
1: Jamie Andrews. She is a rock star in many, many ways.
0: She's an actress, comedian, writer.
1: Director, producer, And probably. she also
0: abandoned Los Angeles. <laughs> but here she tells us what keeps her going, living her dharma. The collaboration,
2: like in rehearsal or, or even just discussing things with my producers or a director. It's so exciting to bring something to life where there was nothing. And and it's just the most free and fun in the right circumstances that that you can feel. Here Here we we go. go.
0: Jamie Andrews, thank you for coming on the program. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I'm going to do a quick little review. First of all, you're an actress. I will be putting a link to one of my favorite commercials that you've done, I think it's still on the internets. What whirlpool. the whirlpool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know oh, it's you horrible. Like that one. <laughs> I like uh, it actress. too. Yeah, it's so thanks, great. Jason. Yeah. So you're an actress. You also uh, recently in some feature films. I don't know if you can talk about them. One of them, I know you can. Greenland.
2: Yeah, yeah, it comes out
0: December eighteenth. And who's the major
2: star attached? That's Gerard Butler and Morena Baccarin. And it's. I'm there for a minute and a half. That's amazing. <laughs> That's, That's the better. It, there's no
0: small parts. There's no,
2: small no. Parts. no I, I saw it and, and I wasn't disgusted with my own visage. So all oh, good. All
0: good. And you just filmed something else recently. Is that a secret? Uh, I think it is. I don't yeah. think. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say. Another major star. Yes. Um, yes. And how many minutes do you believe you'll be on screen for that one?
2: Actually, I've got some more to say
0: in this one.
2: But they can still artfully cut around. You never know. You never know what it'll be.
0: Yeah, that is definitely a huge um, issue with actors. I think I was telling you recently that a major actress was saying she actually went to a premiere of a movie and then at the premiere found out she was cut out of the whole film.
2: I just don't understand why they can't tell you (laughs) before you go there and, like, Feel humiliated.
0: Yeah, they're like, you can still come, but you're not in it. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. So then also, oh, I didn't even bring this up. Jamie and I were uh, famously, infamously in an improv group in New York called Scrambled Eggs. Mm. And we once received a zero (laughs) rating out of four or five. Five I mean, stars. Five. Zero out of five. Yeah. We had a bad night. If he
2: saw the week before, bam, right. we would have gotten at least one star.
0: <laughs> I mean, shouldn't you at least get one for our effort for actually going on stage and improvising?
1: You I You should. Mean, <laughs>
0: If he could have gone negative, he would have. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's pretty funny. It actually didn't bother me. I was new to improv, but I knew certain people in the group were actually very, very good, and so the zero star rating was really humorous. I thought.
2: Yeah, yeah, it it didn't upset me too much. Uh, It was what it was, right? It's it's comedic now, certainly.
0: Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and you're. I mean, it's comedic for me. So you've also been doing some writing. But first, let's get into, do you believe acting is where you're meant to be and have you believed that your whole life? Well, it's funny because my whole life,
2: I have believed I was here for acting. And I did it from kindergarten plays to in junior high. I started going to the local theater and doing children's shows with them. And I was kind of a troubled kid, but I went down this wrong path. And what brought me out of it was auditioning for a local theater and getting cast in local theater. So my passion overtook my urge towards self-destruction. Uh, and I'm really grateful for that. But I'm I'm starting to think that writing is partially, at least, where I'm supposed to be going, because I've always gotten better reception for, for my writing, writing than my acting. Like, it took me forever to get an agent with acting. When I first wrote something, I had someone want to publish it right away. And I wrote the screenplay recently, and, and I'm getting great feedback on that. So I'm wondering, you know, maybe now that I'm not as camera fresh and ready as I age. Maybe You're so right- old. <laughs> well preserved, well preserved. Yes, yes, but you know, maybe that's also part of what I'm supposed to be here for. I certainly feel like I'm supposed to tell the story I'm telling now in the screenplay.
0: Is it called Division? And what is the the like, log line, that- the pitch? I, yeah, I guess give us your elevator pitch if you wouldn't mind. Okay, it's a Z-list actress played by me, Natch, (laughs)
2: and uh, a fan of hers from the opposite side of the political spectrum find a connection with each other. And what happens when they do? Um, Could they come together? Will it tear them apart? Will it tear the world apart?
0: You'll have to nice. see. Yes, we have read the script. I don't, I don't want to, I guess, really get too into. We don't want to um, give was...
1: anything away, but. Uh...
0: Right. And there's a lot of you in that script. How yes. does how does that feel to put that out
2: there? My writing has, has always been very personal. I, I like to say it's because I don't have uh, an imagination. Like the play I wrote is all my life. And this this actually, it's my life, but it's an extrapolation thereof. Like, uh, it's a fantasy I can imagine happening to me, though it hasn't. I have no shame about my art has been in my existence. <laughs> right.
0: Well, and they always say you write what you know, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, and there's this great George Bernard Shaw quote I like that says, he who writes of himself in his time writes of all men at all times. And of course, you know, it's sexist because it was the 19th century. You know what I mean?
0: Right. Well, and I've also heard the quote of what is what is most personal is most general. Oh, I love that. Meaning that, that it, you know, the problems you're going through or something you're going through, you can think, oh, my gosh, this is only happening to me. But sometimes when you share it with others, like through writing, that's when you find out, wow, this is happening to a lot of other people and we're not alone.
2: Right. Well, and I start, certainly think a lot of people are going through this division of our country, um, you know, losing family members and friends and people you grew up with. In my mind, this movie will will help bridge the gap. I don't
0: know. Maybe it might make it worse. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> that you would say it would bridge the gap.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's I kind of, with with
0: the, um, you know, we've read the ending. I'm sure that's when you see something horrific and it makes
2: you question your actions, no?
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. All right. Then I don't just
1: make things about that bridge. Guys, guys, are you there? (laughs) (laughs) Um here is
0: a line from your film that I want to dig into. Oh, okay. If you don't mind. I don't. It says when you are consumed by what happens to you instead of what you make happen, you will wake up one day and realize that you are not a whole person. Do you truly believe that or is that just part of a script?
2: Um, I do believe that. And I think that's the problem with our country, uh, especially where we're raised to be narcissists and we're consumed by the petty squabbles of life. Um, Like, okay, I'm going to draw an analogy to America's Next Top Model, which I was watching reruns of last night. (laughs) And you see the women who are there to make it work and learn. And then you see the women who just want to talk about the other women there Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and,
2: and say nasty things. And that just eats you inside
1: Mm, yeah
2: you know what's what's that phrase like small people talk about people and i and i know i've been i've been a small
0: person i strive for more but that's where that line came from
1: yeah wow it's
0: got to be i mean especially you've probably experienced it yourself in acting i mean acting isn't always a hey let me help you you know help you along the way. It's more like, I want that role. Get out of my way. I'm going to stomp all over you. For sure.
2: For sure. Like, it's hard to be supportive of fellow actors. I actually started finding success when I started being supportive of other actors. And and I found that people that were bitter and angry about other people's success, what they actually hate is not the person, but the success. So they're not calling that success to themselves. They're actually yeah, pushing it away.
0: Right. That is very deep. That is, that yeah, is it's all, no, I, for real. I mean, that I is, that, everything yeah. is energy. And mm-hmm. if you're envious of other people, I mean, think about the energy you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. It should really be people looking at other people's successes should fuel like, wow, that that's available for me too. Gee, I wonder how they got it. And maybe become yeah. friends with them and be yes. like, gee, what's your right. advice? Yes, Absolutely. It, it, yeah,
1: that should be a drive for yourself, you know, or others. You know. Exactly.
0: Um, what do they say? People um, rise together, you right. know? Yeah. So do you feel in this script, it's not necessarily a rise at the end. So what are you trying no, to tell? I'm just a dark little girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, we
2: know that. <laughs> I think what I love most about the script, if I can say that I love my own script, is yeah. the imp- the implications. It's what's not. Said so. I I mean, it's hard to talk about without giving that away. Reading
0: it or seeing it. Yeah,
2: it's that people are driven by passions and don't realize the repercussions of what they do. And you can think you have this belief and then actually destroy that thing and be totally contrary to your belief. Also, I'm just dark. Yeah. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you also
1: talk. I think it's shocking.
2: I think. I feel like what happens at the end is is supposed to be a catalyst
0: for change in the world. Mm-hmm. So you're hoping to change the world? I
2: have slight delusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> At you least it exists. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Delusion or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, uh, no, I, do I think it could really have that kind of impact? I mean, who knows if it'll even get seen, but, but that's in, in my heart, that's that's the goal. I, I've always wanted to create something that had a greater societal impact, and, and I, I hope this can be it.
1: I mean, that's a pretty far out positive thing that I don't hear too many people saying so it's actually kind of nice to hear you say that oh good (laughs) yeah
0: do you feel that um it seems difficult to not have an expectation on something so how do you sort of quell your your expectation on like now you are going to produce this movie right yeah what's the best way for you to go about like okay I'm going to do this movie what expectations do you set for yourself and for the film and what, you know, will you be satisfied just having done it and produced it and it's up on, you know, you can watch it? I mean, what? Right. Well, I
2: I can tell myself that I'll be satisfied just having made it. And and part of me believes that. But I mean, will I be sad if you know, it doesn't get into any festivals or doesn't get distribution, like, of course, I'm I'm sure I'll be sad, but I think I'll still have the satisfaction of having done it. Like, this story, parts of this story have been with me for years. Like, I've been slowly writing it in my head until it finally just came out in all one vomitous burst.
0: Well, that's what drives me crazy about you, is that you write (laughs) these things. She wrote a play and this movie, like, in one night.
1: Yeah, what's up with that? And Andrews? I took
0: I took like a script writing class and they're like you have to have this formula and I you know got wrote down all the formula and then I say to Jamie, you know, well did you use a formula? She's like a formula.
1: What's a formula? <laughs> what's that? <laughs>
0: Yeah, but maybe you know how to do it right. <laughs> <laughs> not really. I mean, I know the formula. That's, that I know. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, well, the, doing it right or not, you still did it, though. That's the, you know what I mean? There's yeah, an Yeah, and then to get it
0: all in one, like, really all, kind of almost in one sitting, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. It almost feels like a visitation, like
2: something is speaking through me. And what's frustrating about that is that I would love to, I mean, when I'm writing like that, I'm like, oh, this feels like a thing I could do. I should be able to sit down and write every day. But no, like the moon has to be aligned with Pluto mm. or something for me to sit down <laughs> and write something.
0: <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I, they say you have to push yourself to write a certain amount every single day, even if you don't feel like it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think I I would like to start doing that because i enjoy writing it's satisfying in a way that acting isn't because you can you know look at the result and well i guess you can look at the result of acting but it's <laughs>
0: yeah but you it, also it when you're acting yeah. you can only you know you're acting on perhaps someone else's writing so if, depends it, on how yeah, good the writing is right exactly. yeah right absolutely
1: yeah but this then is you like wrote a part for yourself
0: yeah you're doing both
1: yeah, yeah wild styling you (laughs) (laughs) i mean i gotta okay let's go back to your play real quick just on my own words and being the outsider of the circle of friendship with you guys that was like unbelievable i was just like holy shit this was in it was incredible i I don't know if you have it recorded yeah you're welcome
0: i do have it recorded oh my god my mom still won't watch oh wow
1: (laughs) Oh, man. it's
0: a lot about her childhood so i can see like, yeah i i, yeah. I, I, I get that it.
1: but also i think that's why it was so like i mean i remember going outside and talking to you and looking at you going are you kidding me right now that was impactful as a son of a gun it was unreal
2: oh man thank you so much jason
1: yeah you're welcome man.
0: That means a lot to me. So now with acting and writing, what have been the biggest obstacles and have you ever just thought of knowing you? Yeah. How many times have you been like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore.
2: Oh, a ton. Uh, My biggest obstacle has definitely been myself. I had a hard time in L.A. I got really self-defeating and just in a bad headspace and I went around for years saying I can't do this anymore I don't want to do this but I, I couldn't do anything else like mm-hmm. it's in my soul it's in my spirit that's what I do and just the idea of you know taking a, a some kind of day job which, which
0: I did when I moved to Atlanta and hey guess what it's torture yeah. um...
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. that's weird
0: <laughs> so now how do you feel differently being in Atlanta you said that LA was really tough for you at times
1: well it,
2: it it feels so silly to say it's geographical but i can't deny the fact that my spirit feels lighter here whether it was just shaking myself out of my routine or or the circles i was running in i i'm i'm not sure because i was in a great theater community there but i i just there's a relaxation here see moving from new york to la I thought there was such a relaxation to LA. Moving from LA to Atlanta, there's even more re- relaxation. Next, next, I'm going to have to move to like a beach. <laughs> right, right.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but I don't, I, I don't know if it's just the change of scenery, the fact that the, the grass is literally greener because it rains way
0: more. <laughs> That's a, I love that line. The grass is literally greener. I mean, because sometimes they say, you know wherever you go there you are because you bring your troubles and your worries with you but it sounds like you released something by moving and leaving me in Los Angeles well and abandoning me
2: that's the worst part for sure I hate that part but I I can't deny that I'm I'm a different person here and it happened almost instantaneously like I just wanted to accomplish things whereas in LA like I couldn't get anything done. Like I say that it it almost gave me ADD, which I I do have a little, but it was like really exacerbated by there. And even finding success in L.A. as I did, it caused some strife in me because I think because I didn't feel like I deserved it or because of other actors that do tear you down when when you succeed, like we were talking about before.
0: All I know is you don't feel that way in Atlanta. Like you've just, well, you've gotten to feature films and you don't have yeah. those same feelings?
2: Well, well, I guess I don't know enough people to get mad at me. But, <laughs> but we have a great, we have a great community here of uh, mostly of actors that moved from L.A., and that's who we're making division with. You know, we just fell in with this with this great group of folks that we kind of got hooked up with because we were all moving here at the same time. And I wonder if, like, my theater community in L.A. was so diffuse. There are so many people that it, it was almost overwhelming. It's like, here, I've got five friends, and I can totally like them.
0: <laughs> right.
1: I know, where the, back, back in L.A., it was a whole tribe and posse of people.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I need to focus. And do you only (laughs) hang out with actors?
0: No, no, maybe. Do you have any non-actor friends in Atlanta? I would go to all her parties and it would be full of actors. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. I know, we're the worst. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm an actor of some genre.
1: (laughs) We're all actors. Of course you are, that's
2: how I know you. yeah.
1: That's I mean, Atlanta is the new Hollywood. Uh, it's
0: Yollywood.
1: It's Yollywood. Oh, is that, oh what, boy. Is that what I they, have
0: not heard that. I yeah, have not there you heard go. That oh it's Yollywood.
1: God. Wow. Yollywood. <laughs> That's great.
2: Well, my, our friend Ty, who's producing the movie, is a director. Uh, he probably he has acted some too. So there's just no escaping it. You know, you're you're, you're tra- married to like an tra- actor. Oh my God, help me. I didn't even want to date actors, but it 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 turns out like you have similar makeups. You understand each other. You understand each other's experience. We help each other with everything. Self tape, you know, in the pandemic, so we help each other self tape. And
0: and did you have any kind of competition between each other, your husband? Well, Kurt,
2: (laughs) I feel like whenever I say, "Oh, this happened to me," Kurt's like, "Oh, this happened to me." (laughs) <laughs> like, he doesn't say, like, oh, wow, that's great, honey. He he just tells me his great
1: thing. <laughs> oh, my God, I just did this. That's cool. I did that, too, twice. And you're like, okay, my dear little. So Lord. I guess there's Jill.
0: something there. There's something there. <laughs> Two actors in a room. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, okay, so you are producing this new movie. So mm-hmm. Greenland's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh You got another movie? When is the secret movie coming out? Do you have any idea? I think it's next summer. All right, maybe I don't know when I'm allowed to, to tell. To... They
2: don't tell you when I'm allowed. to. Yeah, there's a lot of secrets. It's. I don't know why. Like, yeah. is someone like waiting to hear if I say three words in a movie? I don't. I don't
0: think so. There's so many NDAs like on auditions. You go, yeah. Yeah.
1: But I mean, are they are they that non-descriptive of of like you know you're signing this thing that's like okay you can't say anything that's cool but I how actually, much can you not say or does it it doesn't yeah. matter you just can't say a single thing you know?
2: yeah I actually didn't sign an NDA oh, oh. so I guess um, you could
0: just talk about it
2: I I probably could but I've been told. You know, my agent says, and I i did post a picture of myself in costume because I thought I saw someone else in the cast do it. And they told me like, no, they yeah. wrote to me right away. No, no pictures in costume. And I'm like, ouch, oh. ouch. So, you know, the walls have eyes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These walls now, do have eyes.
2: <laughs> when will you be making your film Division? Uh, well, it was going to be mid January already. But this actor that I met on the
0: secret film.
2: Oh. Uh, we're trying to get him. He's he's starting to do really well, but I met him and it was like, pow, like, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. I wrote it with someone else in mind, but met this guy and was like, no, it's this guy. It's very strange. There's all kinds of kismet involved. Uh he, it turns out he's worked with the director. Oh wow. Well before and the director loves him so the director's been talking to him and i guess he he is interested in it but he's on hold for something until february so we i figure you know my producer was like do you want to get this done as soon as possible or do you want to wait a couple of weeks i'm like let's if this is the guy and he's willing to do it let's wait a
0: couple of weeks but it's a very time sensitive film, right right so what would you say, pursuing your dharma, living your dreams, what is the big thing, the biggest thing that keeps you going doing it? Hmm. I think it's the collaboration. Like in rehearsal or,
2: or even just discussing things with my producers or director. It's so exciting to bring something to life where there was nothing. And, and it's just the most free and fun in the right circumstances that that you can feel that that keeps me going and compliments
1: <laughs> you're so amazing have you thank ever thank you dream-
2: jason i've got another week <laughs> <sighs>
0: Have you ever dreamed like when I was uh, I had mentioned when I was a little kid, I used to dream of winning an Oscar. Did you ever dream of that? And did you prepare a speech?
2: Uh, No, no, I never. uh, I never prepared an Oscar speech. I mean, I thought of it only cursorily, but, you know, the way any actor would. But I I never pined for that. Literally, honestly, never wanted to be a star. I wanted to be a, a working actor. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Like I. I. I mean, I guess she's pretty famous, but someone like Allison Janney, like who does indie films and t v like I wanted a career like her where she's respected, but she can well, maybe she can't walk down the street anymore after is Mom. she the voice
0: of Kaiser Permanente she is yeah,
1: yeah, I was gonna say she she might be uh whatever not very popular, but to me yeah, she, she is, is because she's now she, she used well, to
0: be under the radar, but then the skating yeah. movie even remember the skating oh movie yeah she was, she was yeah. yeah yes
2: she was so great in that. And she and American, American Beauty did she was she, she in American Beauty no yeah she's the quiet yeah, she... the mom of the wife of Chris Cooper oh. West, West yes. Bentley's mom the quiet yeah. quiet one god what a performance she's so great yeah
1: but that's yeah. what I'm saying like even then that was what 20 some odd years ago like she has been amazing in every film that she's mm-hmm. done Mm-hmm. Just flawlessly. Oh yeah, and, yeah. The, and the newer one, the ice skating. What was that? Nancy Kerrigan and all that. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, so good. So good. So maybe good. she'll
0: listen to the podcast and she'll become our. We're just trying to get friends out of this. Oh yeah, yeah. New friends, Hook Alice it up. and Jenny. Maybe
1: she
0: can <laughs> hand over we those kind you, of permanente commercials for me. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah, spread really. the wealth, Allie. Yeah. Does it? Now, this will, this is probably not a dharma. It's very negative dharma, but does it ever make you angry when people who have billions of dollars in acting and they do commercials?
2: Um that that did kind of bother me. I mean, I understand they sell products, you know, famous like people. Jennifer Aniston.
0: Yeah. Like she yeah. doesn't have enough money that she's got to do commercials. Yeah, and steal them away from other working actors.
2: Well, especially because it used to be unheard of for actors. Like it yeah. was, it was, yeah, disdainful, looked on disdainfully for you to do
1: a commercial. Remember those
0: days, I love those days. Yeah,
2: those yeah. were better for us
1: for sure. Let's go back to the <laughs> disdainment of things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time uh, for our favorite part of the program. Hold on. <laughs> It's five o'clock somewhere with Jamie Andrews. We're going to ask you five quick questions to get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Number one, normally I would ask your favorite cocktail, but Jason had a good question.
1: Sativa or indica? It oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> seemed more fitting.
2: Uh, I uh, have to say indica. I like to. Conk out entirely. Nice. Turn okay. off the brain. <laughs> Question
0: number I mean, two. when I used to do that, I don't do when, it when, anymore. Yeah, you anymore. don't do
1: that anymore. That is right. As much. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Question number two is twofold. Ooh. The worst and best thing to happen to you during COVID? The worst thing that happened to me. During COVID. I
2: love that my first instinct is I just <laughs> ordered this lawn tool and I ordered the wrong one and I tried to cancel it and they're still sending it to me. <gasps> Blasphemy. <laughs> How do you and survive? I know. That, that was my first instinct. I'm sure if I gave it yeah. some
0: thought Yeah. What about the I best mean, thing? Getting married? Or writing a play? Oh my gosh, that's hilarious because I wasn't sure you were gonna say getting married. <laughs> I mean that was pretty great. That was pretty yeah. great,
2: but I'm I'm pretty proud of the screenplay too. So yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> both both major life events. Yeah. Uh, number three, you're handed fifty million dollars. What do you do next?
2: Uh, I probably give away most of it. Maybe I'd keep ten, May. live off that forever, travel. Would you still like write an act? Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'd, you know, my movie would have a higher budget and I'd have a stylist. I don't know. And a publicist. Those (laughs) those things are really important in the industry. The necessities. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs)
1: Apparently. Apparently, these are good things.
0: Question number four. One person, living or dead, you could have one hour with, who would it be and what would you do or what questions would you ask? Um, I,
2: I think I have to say Oscar Wilde. And I'd be like, just tell me jokes. Tell me <laughs> your great nineteenth century jokes.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love books from then. I, I like old stuff. Yeah. Uh question number five. Okay. You're sitting in front of five-year-old you. Oh. What God. do you tell her?
2: Stay away from the indica.
0: that was perfect well thank you so much jimmy andrews there's no way to turn that off pleasantly wait hold
1: on (laughs) oh there you go thank you jimmy
0: andrews for being a guest on the because i have to podcast it was my pleasure it was so fun Good luck with the movie and keep us posted. I will do. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cuz I Have To podcast. Don't miss an episode by clicking subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Share the show with your friends. And if you dug what you heard, leave us a great review. And if you know somebody living their dharma, because they have to, and you think they'd be a great guest, email us at podcast at gmail.com. Till next time.